What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Leader Swift Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Swifty Perry. Today, we have such a cool episode for you guys. We have Grant Skeldon, who leads the Initiative Network. Um, he's a speaker. He is an incredible leader and really focuses in, focuses in on next-gen leaders. And so he has some great words and encouragement. If you are a young leader or if you're an older leader and you know young leaders, this is an episode you want to share with them. It's going to be great. Before we jump right into that episode, can you guys do a favor? If this episode was helpful, can you leave a review? That just helps us to be more discoverable with people looking for leadership content. And also share this with a leader that you know that might enjoy it or get something good out of it. We're all about sharing things with people and, and giving things away. And so would love if you can share this with somebody. And if you're looking for more content, follow us on social media at Leader Swift. But we're going to jump right into this conversation with Grant Skeldon. All right. I am here with Grant Skeldon. How's it going, Grant? It's good, man. It's good. Yeah. How is how is Texas right now? Well, I'm in the country, man, so it's very peaceful. I'm at my girlfriend's place. I'm living in a trailer outside uh, with her family. Uh, but they, yeah, I'm, I'm literally like there's a pasture with cows in front of me right now. That is insane. I'm, I'm born and raised outside of L.A. and then have only lived in <laughs> big cities. So total yeah. opposite. I, I feel like I would go crazy sitting in with like nothing. Yeah, I mean, that's what everyone's doing. So there's a lot of land here. So it's been cool to like be able to go on walks and there's no one around. Uh, there's ponds and all that. It's, it's a good place to like at least get away for a while when a very stressful environment. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Grant, um, tell our people, tell some of our listeners about your leadership journey. Um, I know you talk a lot about leadership, especially next gen leadership. But tell us a little bit about that leadership journey that you've been on. Yeah, I would say there's been two big parts of my journey. Um, I mean, I and I would say those two parts are in very quickly in my relationship with the Lord. Um, two weeks after getting saved, actually, I had a pastor of a youth ministry of about 600 high school kids in Dallas um, really challenge me that if he would pour into me, that I would reach my school because um, he really was trying to reach my school. It was a more of an urban uh, context and he just wasn't having as much success there as he was in other high schools around the uh, Metroplex and he really said hey if I pour into you and I take you under my wing will you pour into your school and reach your school for Christ and so that was so big to be believed in at a young age and poured into at a young age and challenged at a young age um, I never really had a father figure so to have a guy that he believed in me but he also was raising the bar for me was huge and then about three years later, when I was 19 um, and I was in college, for whatever reason, this older guy, about 10 years older than me, that was starting a nonprofit, he wanted a next-gen leader on the board of his nonprofit. And so he asked me at 19 years old if I'd be a board member for his ministry. And everyone else was like my parents' age, if not older. And so that, I um, mean, one of the first things I did was go to Barnes & Noble and ask uh, the clerk at the like center desk, what books I should read on leadership because it really made me think I got to grow as a leader if I'm going to try to hang with these older guys. And I, when I look back at my story, I just feel like if I didn't have those people pour into me, believe in me, give me responsibilities I didn't deserve for that age, 
I never would have uh, been forced to grow up sooner and um, separate myself from, I guess, the common next-gen stereotypes. Yeah, that's so good. What book did you end up getting when you went to Barnes & Noble? <laughs> it's a good question. Uh, it's funny, man. It was the book "How to Win Friends and Influence People." Yes, yeah, uh, that's, that's what the book uh, they recommended. I I remember looking at it. The book was like it said millions of copies sold. I think it was written in like the 30s or 40s. I never heard of Dale Carnegie at the time, um, but I just remember reading that book. And even though I, there were certain parts where you could tell this book is like decades, decades old, um, there's all of it was still so relevant. And I remember walking away from reading that book thinking. I know this isn't technically a Christian book, but uh, this was so helpful um, to read and grow. I still would say it's a staple book in my life um, of how to like not just build relationships to take, but build relationships to give. And if you receive, that's great, but that shouldn't be the expectation. Yeah, that is so good. That's such a classic book. Um, if you were in a room full of leaders, because I know you speak at conferences and things like that, if you're in a room full of leaders – and you're just giving them one leadership tip to help them lead better today than they did yesterday. What tip would you give them? Uh, two things I would say, um, hustle and grind is overrated and Sabbath and rest and fasting is very underrated, but is one of the most powerful things we could actually do. And I wish more young leaders um, prioritized it rather than uh, are forced to learn the realities of how powerful God is if we pray and if we fast and if we Sabbath, that he can do more when we sleep than we, I mean, he can do more in two seconds than we can do in two years of hustling and grinding. And then two would be um, just don't, don't over glorify speaking and under glorify disciple making. Um, being a leader is having someone following you or several following you. It's not speaking in front of a lot of people. And I just think we we over glorify speaking. And because of that, um, instead of saying, come and meet with me or come and follow me, we tend to just say, come and listen to me at church. And because of that, that's why I think the church is struggling a lot is we've built church so much around hearing someone talk. And now we can't go and listen to that person. And so now everyone's switching over to online. But um, in an ideal world, the church wouldn't be built around a person speaking. The church would be built around people that are making disciples and discipling their families even in this time. Yeah, that both of those are incredible and very countercultural as well. Um, yeah. Let's dig in real quick on that first one. Um, don't over glorify hustle and grind like that's overrated. Let's dig in the world and tons of leaders are, are like hustle and grind. Like you see that right with like Elon Musk who pretty much lives in his office and you see that yeah. in, in a lot of leaders. Why is that overrated? Uh, I, I, and I'm big on like go where God is already moving. Uh, it's a, a principle by Henry Blackaby. And I just feel like, especially for young adults and leaders is, uh, they do tend to be trying to bust open doors because they see others that have gotten there or are doing what they want to one day do. And so the scariest place, in my opinion, is to hustle, grind, and uh, proverbially like bust open a door because you're like, I want to do this, God. And so you get on the other side of that door an opportunity, which is probably a good opportunity, even maybe a God thing. But if you're going there and getting there faster than God intended um, or thinks you're ready for once you get on the other side of that door, then you're like begging God to bless whatever is required of you on the other side of that door. 
Well, I'd rather, if you're praying, fasting, asking God to go before you, and then joining where he goes, uh, you're not asking him to bless what's on the other side of the door. God's opening the door, thrusting you through it. And then whenever things aren't going good, you then can say, God, you opened this door. I wasn't even wanting to go through this until you opened it. And so since you opened it or since you started it, can you finish it? Because we don't have, how many times do us leaders get in a position where we don't have the resources, we don't have the skill set, we don't have the finances, we don't have the team to accomplish what God's called us to? Um, I feel like that's all the time. But if it's the door he opened, he thrusted us to, if he started it, he's going to finish it. However, if we started it, then we're going to have to beg him to save our butt rather than um, knowing, no, he, he did it, not us. Yeah, that is so good. And then that other that other piece of it is resting well. Uh, why is resting important as a leader? Uh, I mean, one, it's a command. Uh, and the ten, top ten uh, commands that God would choose to give us is out of 600 different laws he gave us in 10 to, to Sabbath. And it's not mm. to take from us, it's to give to us. Um, I, I heard Robert Morris say this recently, and I thought it was funny. He said... Um, it's so often that other leaders and even your own staff will be emailing you on Sunday or asking you to do stuff on Sunday, seeing if you can do this on, uh, on, in, in your Sabbath doesn't have to be on Sunday, but on your Sabbath day. And he said, I've started to just joke around and say, Hey, well, yeah, I'll come into that meeting or I'll come speak at this on my Sabbath or I'll take that meeting on my Sabbath. But, um, on the way there, can we rob a bank and maybe murder some people? And, uh, can I cheat on my wife a little bit too? And of course, they're like, what are you even talking about? And he's like, well, I mean, you're asking me to break one of the Ten Commandments. Should we break some of the others? Uh, and he, he, he's right, though, is like it's the only commandment we treat like it's not actually a commandment. Um, and, and the irony is this is not one of those hard ones. This is one of those ones that's trying to make life easier for us and to accomplish more through him than through us. Um, and so I just I personally think we're going to see younger people burn out more the younger than we've ever seen in american history with the grind and hustle mixed with god uh, mentality that i'm seeing today yeah that's so good some of the top leaders i i've talked to they they say you need to do three things well you need to work hard you need to rest hard and you need to play hard and, yeah. and all of those are just so important as i as i look back i'm like man i really just need to turn off my phone and just rest what however rest looks for you so many people want to do what other people do so they're like oh that's how they rest but getting to know yourself and how you rest is also yeah, yeah so important and a real practical thing i've heard that's just quick is i've heard um giving god one hour a day one day a week and one week a year um i think that can help for people on a practical level um it's not it's not law it's not um if it helps it helps but if if not tweak it but I do think one hour a day, one day a week, one week a year is it's a good principle to maybe live by. Yeah, I think I heard that one from Rick Warren. I believe that's where I heard that one. And that's so nice. good. That's really important. Grant, that was so good. How can people connect with you on social? How can they hear more about the initiative? Did I say that wrong? Initiative Network? Yeah, initiative. And, yeah. and how can they hear more about all that you are doing? Yeah, my website, or just for speaking, and more on me, I don't write too much. I mean, I did write a book called The Passion Generation. That's on Amazon. That's for, especially for pastors and leaders that are engaging and reaching um, and employing the next generation. Um, and then uh, my website's just grantskeldon.com, or Instagram and Twitter is at grantskeldon. 
And Skeldon is S-K-E-L-D-O-N. Awesome. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Grant, for taking some time. Absolutely, man. Thanks. 